0: The Toby Gribben Show highlights.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about
2: everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
0: Laura Ford is an author who writes novels, short stories and poems across a wide range of human and animal experience. And she's here with us today. How are you?
3: I'm great. It's good to talk to you.
0: Well, it's great to talk to you as well. Now, you've got a new book out called Sounds Like Love. So can you just tell us what the basic idea of that book is first of all?
3: So the basic idea of my book is it's about empathy. Mm. So it sounds like love is an uplifting story about um, generational guides and the different forms they can take and strength in the face of adversity.
0: Yeah. And how long did it take you to write it?
3: Well, I wrote the story as a screenplay to begin with and it did well in an international screenplay competition. Mm. And after this, I was just very hooked on the story and I felt I needed to write it as a book um, to really get the detail into it and to really get the feel for the scenes and the characters. And so it took me about a year to write the book um, and and make sure that everything was the way that I wanted it.
0: Yeah. And how easy or hard is it to convert a screenplay to a book? Because I guess the structure is different and so much more. Because as you mentioned, you have to put a lot of detail in it to make it more or like a book?
3: You do. Um, I found it easy just because I found writing it as a novel had much more of a flow and I could almost see it like a movie every scene, the things that people were doing, what they were saying, how they were feeling and so it felt much more um, flowing to me than uh, with a screenplay you kind of really have to be aware of the setting and um, the direction in a way yeah. um, so that you're conveying everything clearly so that that someone can interpret it Mm. whereas this is more of a full experience writing it as a a novel that's what I found for me but obviously it's different for everybody
0: yeah and writing it as a screenplay first did that in a way help you to do the book because a screenplay is meant to be performed and made into a film so it has to be kind of perfect and it has to describe exactly what the people are going to see so in a way you have a lot of detail already that if you were to write it as a book first of all you might forget
3: um i found it to be kind of the opposite mm. in that i had the screenplay and it kind of like you say there's a map there yeah. but when it came to writing the book i added, ended up adding a lot more detail and i added yeah. extra scenes and i and i kind of fleshed it out a lot more mm. um, because i had to make sure that everything could be understood by the reader and and there's no director to interpret yeah. So, um, I really enjoyed the process because I became—I felt like I became that much more involved in the world of my, my characters yeah. and what they were going through.
0: Yeah, and I guess you have a lot more ownership of your work if it's in a book, because a screenplay, you're really just one person in this long crew list on a film, aren't you?
3: Exactly, yeah. that's it. <laughs> you write it and that's it. Um, whereas with a book, yes, it's much more involved. Um, my mother did the illustrations for the book which was really great because she'd been through a difficult time with a car accident she was having problems with concentration and so I was able to involve her in my in project and say would you like to, to illustrate it you know and she found that to be very uplifting and I, that's something obviously you can't do with a screenplay yeah. and um, just things like choosing the cover and uh, you know all the personal touches that go into it um,
0: yeah and there's a cat on the cover of of course. What is the significance yeah. of that?
3: The cat is very significant. Um, the cat's very special, magical kind of uh, character because the cat was owned by Wendy, my protagonist's grandmother. Uh-huh. And Wendy has lost her grandmother and their grandmother was the one person in the world who understood her. Yeah. And she's, she's passed away. It's a very difficult time for Wendy and so she's left her her cat. But Wendy can't stand cats. She hates cats. Yeah. And so she doesn't want to see this Cat and be reminded of losing her grandmother And she doesn't want to see the cat and be reminded Of her childhood because her parents Are obsessive cat fanciers But what she doesn't realise Is this cat has some very Special um, abilities And it can actually lead her to a much more Positive place in her life Um, So it's it's An interesting character that that Ends up bringing people Together.
0: Yeah, absolutely So when you first got the idea To write the book, where did it all come from all this inspiration
3: um well uh, a lot of different places really um one of my one earlier memory i have that relates directly to my character wendy is i should start off by saying wendy is losing her hearing Mm. And at, at quite a young age and um, having re- done some research on this, I realized that, you know, there's over a billion people worldwide that have a suffering with hearing loss. Yeah. And there are one in two babies in every 1,000 in the UK are, are born with permanent hearing loss. So yeah. it's something that you don't often see, um, you know, covered in, in, in young adult fiction. Yeah. Um,
4: Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of
1: people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
2: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me.
3: And so my character, Wendy, I wanted her to um, be someone that people could relate to. Who she was? She's an ordinary woman, but she's also extraordinary in what she's going through in mm. her life. And so when I was about seven, I remember I was in a travel agent with my mother, mm. and there was a man who suddenly said to one of the women that was working there, can you please stop covering your mouth? Mm. And it turned out that he was lip-reading. And I thought that this was so incredible. As a seven-year-old, that someone would have this skill, and that he was just so proficient and just very um, you know, capable at reading lips. And I was, it was something I just I never knew about really as a young child. And I always thought that this was quite incredible that that someone would have this skill, and I never forgot it. And um, I felt like I wanted to incorporate that into my book, and I spoke to different people that were. Going through their own journeys with hearing loss, and people that were hard of hearing, some people that would lose their lose their hearing completely, and so this really inspired me to write my character Wendy. And I knew that I wanted to write something that was um, accessible to everybody. Yeah. Um, And so another part of my inspiration was just seeing seeing films where um, for women to kind of be extraordinary or strong, they have to like know kung fu or they have to have like a machine gun or something, and I thought. Well, that's not really necessary. I mean, mm. most people, just ordinary people, are quite extraordinary in all the things that they go through yeah. and all the challenges that they face. And we all keep it under wraps. Yeah. But actually, people are quietly extraordinary.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. And I guess a book is something that a deaf person can still read. There's no barrier there.
3: Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so this is what it's kind of about. It's about, you know, barriers. It's about yeah. um, people be understanding each other giving each other time communicating Mm. um the cat in the book is also from the fact that I grew up with cats we rescued a lot of cats in my family from um, different places in the world going on holiday and finding them and also um just locally and I kind of wanted to bring together a lot of things I I love and the the different things that move me and the different things that I felt needed to be shown and given a voice in writing
0: yeah absolutely and as you Kind of alluded to People who are hard of hearing are kind of Forgotten about in a way There's so many things that I guess we don't really Think about that they would struggle With like I don't know Mm -hmm. a YouTube Video I guess it's kind of a lot of Work to be fair if you're just A small YouTuber but you know a lot Of them don't have subtitles and then They can't watch them Mm -hmm. I guess
3: No that's right Um, and it can also be You know uh, quite exhausting for people With hearing loss just Daily kind of tough You know, going to meet up with friends and trying to hear people with a loud background can be quite exhausting or, you know, agitating. Um, And like you say, videos without subtitles or television without um, sign language. And and also there's a lot of different, um, some people, you know, cannot hear at all. And some people have partial hearing loss. And, you know, some people have tinnitus. There's all kinds of uh, situations that people are living through. Yeah so it's I think it's important that that, you know it's something that people are kind of more aware of and like you say especially creatively when it comes to videos and movies that there's accessibility for people
0: yeah absolutely so the name of the book Sounds Like Love is that a (laughs) name that's came from the idea of being hard of hearing or is it completely unrelated
3: the title is yes it's to do with the purr of a cat yeah and how that purr conveys love and and the vibration of the purr resonates Mm. um with anybody
0: yeah absolutely
3: and so there are certain you know scenes in the book that um that kind of convey this
0: yeah so after this book have you got any more books planned any sequels or unrelated future projects
3: i have i've already finished another novel Um, it's more of a steampunk novel it it has another uh, feline theme it's in um, 1864 in London wow. and um, it's a it's a magical fantasy um, but I can't reveal anymore but yes it's complete and I can't wait to to show people that book when the time comes
0: yeah I guess you like your cats then
3: definitely I like my cats I, lo- I just love animals generally yeah. Um, but yeah I happen to have two cats that I, <laughs> that I really adore so that definitely helps the process
0: yeah definitely and I guess if somebody sees a book that's got an animal on it they're a million times more likely to pick it up and see what it's about probably if you did a study on it
3: i hope so yeah i'm gonna agree with you there definitely
0: (laughs) so when you're not making books and all this stuff what kind of fun Mm -hmm. things do you like to spend your time doing
3: my goodness i love to travel i mean obviously before um we had restrictions i would be traveling all the time
0: yeah
3: um and since that time you know I've been writing Also I've been out walking a lot And um, I've been writing poetry And doing photography and Making jewellery mm. And I used to um, So obviously I'm from, I'm from the UK But I, I live in America yeah. And uh, one of the things I used to really enjoy Actually when I visited Was I have a motorbike That I um, uh-huh. have in the UK And I would go out for country rides So I can't wait to get back And see family and um, do that again
0: Well yeah definitely and being from the uk but living in america which spellings do you use in your books you
3: no know i use british spellings in uh-huh. my book i was kind of true to myself i was like i can't remove use yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah that's the correct way then
3: the correct way exactly that's what i say i get a little bit i get a little bit pretentious and i'm like uh ah, it's the correct way it's
0: uh,
3: english yeah. Huh?
0: <laughs> yeah it's called english not american so exactly yeah.
3: <laughs> keep yeah. those views yeah no z or z's oh,
0: Oh, yeah exactly well where are we able to find the book if we'd like to read it
3: um, it's available on Amazon and uh, Kindle it's also available on Google Books yeah. and iTunes Bookstore Yeah. and you can order it from any bookstore as well it's available worldwide so that's cool
0: yeah that's a lot of places then there's no excuse not to find it
3: there's no excuse yeah. no nope.
0: <laughs> well thank you very much for joining us on the show today it's been great having you on Host oh, of Sound, 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 so, so. The Toby Gribbon Show.